Welcome to the Power Over Pop podcast. I am pelvic floor fitness coach, Christina Supernaut. I am a certified personal trainer. My goal through this podcast and through my services is to bridge the gap between pelvic floor physical therapy and getting you back to more traditional fitness. You can do exercise with pelvic organ prolapses. It is not the what, it is the how. Let me show you. All right, here is a disclaimer. Everything that you hear in this podcast, everything including my services, my programs, is all knowledge collaborated and combined from my specialty certifications in pre and postnatal fitness, as well as postpartum recovery. It should not be used as a medical diagnosis. This is all education and empowerment here. I always highly, highly suggest that you go see a pelvic floor physical therapist. They can give you a major insight into your body's functions, how everything is working together, the state of your pelvic floor, and give you the foundation you need to do fitness with me down the road. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode three here. I've got a little bit of a raspy voice, so I do apologize for that. Uh, Allergies are definitely getting the best of me lately. Episode three. So this is actually going to be a series of five episodes. I have um, created this workshop on inter-abdominal pressure management. So in order to be able to control your pelvic floor symptoms, uh, we need to be able to control our interabdominal pressure. So I created this free five-day workshop that I've been promoting in one of my private groups here. And um, over the next five days, I will have lives in my group. I will um, be sending a summary through my email list for learning how to master interabdominal pressure with breathing techniques and honestly, this is your this is your first step. This is your first step to being able to progress on your fitness routine and get yourself stronger, okay, in a safe and more intentional manner. All right, I hope you enjoy day one here. Episode three. This is going to be day one of my interabdominal pressure management. So mastering this pressure through breathing techniques. So what uh, kind of the main subjects we're going to talk about today is what is pressure? What is your pelvic floor? I like to give a little brief on that. And then how your posture or your alignment is affecting that pressure within your abdominal area, which is also affecting your pelvic floor. excuse me, like I mentioned, I will probably lose my voice by the end of this. (laughs) All right, so first of all, what I mean by interdominal pressure, um, it's a pressure that you generate within your core during movement, okay? Think of your interdominal pressure as like a can, and on the top of that can is going to be your diaphragm, 
The sides and the front of your can is going to be your core muscles. So we got your obliques. We got your deep core muscles, which are your transverse abdominis muscles. On the back side of your can is your lower back muscles. And then on the very bottom of that can is your pelvic floor. How we distribute the pressure within our canister is going to affect um, our pelvic floor and our um, abdominal separation, so our healing abdominal separation here. If that um, pressure is not distributed safely or effectively, it's going to cause those prolapses or potential hernias, okay? So how we distribute our pressure is actually managed through our breathing patterns, hence why I emphasize about breathing and getting that optimal breath, getting that 360-degree breathing in. Tomorrow, so day two of this workshop will be solely on that 360-degree breathing pattern, so stay tuned for that. I also want to get across that pressure isn't all bad. So we need pressure. We need this pressure in order to be able to stabilize our spine, to be able to protect our spine during movement. So our goal basically is to be able to have our pelvic floor um, able to handle a certain amount of pressure, okay, that it's still able to work in its natural movement and do the functions it needs to function. All right, I'm just going to backpedal just a tiny bit here because I want to discuss a little bit more what is your pelvic floor. Because honestly, there is not enough attention given to your pelvic floor muscles until you have an issue with it. That's actually one of my posts I did today on my page is that we really need to focus on our pelvic floor muscles more before pregnancy, during pregnancy, especially after pregnancy, um, not just focus on it when we have an issue, okay? So your pelvic floor muscles, where they are, think of um, a sling or a hammock, and this, those are what those muscles look like, going from your pubic bone, so the front of your pelvis, to your tailbone, okay, on your bottom side. And then along the width of your sits bones. So your sits bones are when you sit and it's the bony structures on either side of um, your hips or basically what you sit on. It's what you feel when you're sitting nice and straight and up. So that whole area down there is muscle and tendons and ligaments. There's not a lot of bone at that very bottom part there. So those muscles need to be strong in order to handle pressure um, and be stable for your pelvis. So your pelvic floor muscles have three layers. Your first layer is going to be more of like the sexual aid layer, okay? And then you get into your second layer, which is going to be your incontinence layer. So that's where, um, you know, stopping urine, stopping fecal matter, that's that supportive layer. And then we get into our deeper layer. So that's your third layer is gonna be your um, layer that supports all the organs, okay? So we have three layers. We need to pay attention to all three layers and each of the functions of those three layers. So what our pelvic likes to do is overload, okay? Um, it likes to kind of be an overachiever. <laughs> it takes over for the weak muscles that are surrounding it. So if you have a weak core, you've got weak glutes, uh, your pelvic floor tends to overwork in order to compensate for these weaknesses surrounding it. 
And that's another reason why I am so pro total body strengthening because we need to support our pelvic floor. When our pelvic floor overworks, it gets hypertension or um, hypertonic. So basically, it is under contraction constantly, constantly, constantly. And through our breath or through good breathing patterns, we need to teach our pelvic floor to release and lengthen and contract only when we need it. Okay? So now, um, now it really just is determined how we hold ourselves. So we need to be aware of our posture and our alignment because that directly affects what pressure goes into our pelvic floor, okay? Because as we know, there's not a lot of bony substance at that very bottom of your can. So we need to make sure that we are not creating too much pressure with our body alignment that our pelvic floor eventually just gives up on us, okay? So it overworks, it overworks, it overworks, and then it just gives up. And that's where we see hernias, that's where we see prolapses, okay? So at some point, if you have a prolapse, your pelvic floor gave up or gave in to all this pressure that is coming down on it. So I wanna describe it as kind of hanging on your joints, okay? Uh, so just kind of keep that in the back of your head. Um, optimal pressure, or optimal pressure, I apologize, optimal posture or good posture is exhausting. It takes a lot of endurance and it takes a lot of strength in order to maintain good posture throughout the day, okay? So just kind of put in a little bit of a perspective here. Uh, optimal pro uh, posture is, or can burn up to 300 calories Okay, so your body is working enough to burn 300 calories in order to maintain optimal posture. Okay, so again, this is where total strengthening comes into play. You need to be able to strengthen or be strong throughout your whole body in order to maintain this good posture, in order to um, not put too much pressure into your pelvic floor, and to not cause prolapses or hernias. Okay, so as we discussed, that pelvic floor is the bottom of your canister, okay? So when I talk about hanging on your joints, I am talking about hanging on the front side of that pelvis because your core is weak. So you are standing, and you're just kind of got that little swayed back, and you're kind of hanging on that front of that pelvic floor. You're tired. You're fatigued. You're just... you. You just want to hang there, okay? By doing that, we are taking all that um, weight of that torso and placing it on that pelvic floor, okay? By hanging on one hip or hanging on the other hip, again, we are placing a lot of unneeded pressure into that pelvic floor, okay? So our first steps is really to get you back into alignment, okay? Honestly, to kind of give you a little bit of a synopsis here, in order for you to be able to get a good breath, the 360 degree breathing, which we'll talk about tomorrow, you need to be in good alignment. In order for you to manage your intra-abdominal pressure and be able to do whatever you want in fitness, you need to manage that intra-abdominal pressure through breathing. And in order to get that breathing done, you need to have good alignment. Okay, so that's just kind of our sequence of what we're going through here. Optimal alignment. All right, 
So we're going to start at the head and work ourselves to the feet. But I really want you to start at your feet and work up, okay? Because if your feet or your foundation is not correct, then you'll have to start all over again. Okay, so let's just say we're going to start with your feet, actually. All right, I kind of I kind of rethought that on my own here. <laughs> so with your feet, if you're looking at your feet, you want to make sure that we have strong arches. Okay, so that little arch on the inside of your feet should not be collapsed in. You want to almost feel yourself contracting through that arch to support your body. Looking at those toes, no gripping. So we don't want to grip through those toes, um, scrunching those toes under, um, which unfortunately what is what flip-flops do. <laughs> I love flip-flops, and I have really had to rework my footwear in order to still have the bent or my luxury of flip-flops, but get more support with my feet. You also want to make sure that your big toe, your big toe is connected to the floor. You don't want to have that big toe up. You want to be able to kind of move and um, have natural movement through those toes. So, again, that's where that no gripping comes in. Collapsed or uh, arches. Make sure those arches are not collapsed in. Let's move to your kneecaps here. We got your kneecaps need to be facing forward, okay? So we don't want those knees to be facing in because that is an indication that we are collapsing in with our system. So knees facing forward. Never having locked knees. So we want to make sure that we have a slight bend or soft knees. You don't want them bent all the time because then we become quad dominant or our thighs are going to be fatigued. So soft knees, strong arches, movable toes. Okay. Moving up to your hips now. So everyone has a different neutral pelvis position and this is kind of what we're going for. If you are standing, and if you're not, then go ahead and stand up. Take your pelvis, and you can even kind of put your uh, fingers on those hip bones, and kind of push your pelvis forward. Almost like you're dropping that pelvis forward, okay? You're going to feel maybe a little strain in that low back. And now bring that pelvis all the way back, kind of tucking your tail, okay? Those are your two extremes. Your neutral pelvis is somewhere in the middle. So kind of play around with that. Pelvic tilts here. So tilting the pelvis all the way forward, tilting it all the way back, finding that neutral pelvis in the middle here. In neutral pelvis, your ribs should be stacked over those hips. So ribs over hips is a cue that I am constantly giving to my members and my clients, okay? Ribs over hips. Stack the ribs over the hips. The next way you can do that is by standing tall, okay? And I don't mean military pose. I don't mean sticking out your chest. I don't mean throwing those shoulders back. I mean coming up and out of those hips. So you're in that neutral pelvis position. You're lifting out of those hips. You're getting your torso nice and long, having those ribs stacked over those hips. So just by coming up and out of those hips, we are taking that unneeded pressure out of your pelvic floor. Okay, now let's get to your head alignment here. Head needs to be back in with your, um, with your torso. So that means if you were to take a picture of yourself, your ears should align with those shoulders. If your ears are in front of your shoulders, it means you're in a forward head position. 
that forward head position can cause a lot of neck strain, a lot of upper back strain. Okay, and it's not going to be it's not going to allow you to be able to get that 360 degree breath in there. So get that head back in line with your body. You can do that by slightly tucking under with your chin and extending out through the crown of your uh, crown of your head here. Basically, you are extending your spinal column. Think of someone almost pulling your ponytail up towards the ceiling, and then you're going to get that nice elongated spinal feeling. By doing this, you should automatically feel less pressure down into your pelvic floor. So the other thing to think about with your shoulders, I know I kind of talked about no military pose, no throwing those uh, shoulders back. I want you to think of a natural hanging with those shoulders. So I don't want those shoulders to fall forward. I want them to just hang from those um, shoulder joints, okay? So you can get that natural swaying as you move, okay? So we don't want any, any fixed or tension going on in that upper back in those shoulders, swaying. I have a video on um, finding your rhythm through walking, and this illustrates how you want that torso to be moving as you're walking so you can get some natural movement and less tension in that upper body. All right, folks. So that is day one here. So day one, we covered um, what is pressure, why all pressure is not bad, why pressure cannot be good because if you hang on your joints or if you um, don't stand nice and tall, you are going to put unneeded pressure into that pelvic floor or out into that healing abdominal area every time you breathe. Okay. Getting yourself back in alignment is key for us to be able to get that 360 degree breathing pattern in, which again is what we'll discuss tomorrow. With the 360 degree breathing, we're going to find tension in your body. We are going to connect back with that pelvic floor. And we're going to discover if you're holding tension in that pelvic floor via hypertonic pelvic floor or a hypotonic pelvic floor. So stay tuned for tomorrow, day two. And if you are not in my live group, then get into my pelvic floor dysfunction and fitness group because I will be doing this live with a lot of demonstration with my own body here. So if you need more explanation, I would love to have you in the group. I give out lots and lots of great information to help you power over your pelvic floor and your prolapse symptoms here. Yay! I am so happy to be done with day one here. Um, I love to give out information um, and just empower other women and moms um, to really power over your um, prolapse or your pelvic floor symptoms or just your pelvic floor in general if you are in that postnatal stages. So, if you want more information, if you want to get into my private uh, Facebook group here um, and kind of get that support with, through this community, jump on to um, poweroverpop.com. Um, you will see the free workshop sign up. You will see how to connect with me. Um, and on Facebook, again, Power Over Pop, get into that private group, like my page, Thank you so much for listening to this podcast and have a wonderful day.
hey, would you be interested in a 45-minute free coaching session with me, pelvic floor fitness trainer Christina Supernaut? If you are, head over to poweroverpop.com, click on the free session, and apply today. I want to hear your story. I want to know your experiences, what's working, what's not working, your goals, and how you see your fitness in the future despite your pelvic organ prolapse. So again, apply today at poweroverpop.com. Can't wait to hear from you.